This is a homebrew podcast. Another day hanging out in the fucking darkness with these guys. Wait, what's that going on over there? People moving through the streets? I should go say, I should go say something. Hot MILFs and DILFs in your area looking to connect now. Don't keep them waiting. Oh god, it's starting to rain. I think everyone's gonna go kill them. I gotta warn them. Peanuts! Get your peanuts! That's not what I meant to say at all. They're looking at me really weird right now. Congratulations, you've won! Enter your information now for a free gift! Uh, guys, it looks like the, the zombies are coming. Alright, here we go. Ah, uh, shit, we better get moving. Thanks for the warning, weird zombie guy. On his name tag, which I can read from here, it says TJ Tory. Welcome to the crew, but you gotta stay here until we can cure your virus. Which we may never do. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the homebrew. We're playing Cyberpunk Red. This is episode 16, day 37 of Campaign 2, Retrograde Infinitum. I'm Grant Milky, joined by the Edge Runners, MedTech, Andy Hatfield, Sapphire Hayes, and I'm pretty sure all these people are not our friends. Rocker Boy, Cody Smith. Roger Socko, rock on or die trying. Fixer, Emily Folger. CC Wren, I've never been more terrified of rain. Nomad, John Cayley. Cat here. Pew, 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 pew. I don't have enough bullets. And Netrunner, Mike Kennel. Grinner, so many access points, so little time. Last week on the homebrew, the heroes pushed into quarantine beta one of the walled-off parts of New City, as a result of the crash of the big net. They kept to the skies and the rooftops away from the streets in their aerial vehicle, and Kat saw hordes of cyber zombies with his IR-capable vision. They learned that cyber zombies do not seem to like light, and used it to their advantage to stay safe, spending the night on a rooftop and waiting for daylight. The next day, they landed their AV in a safe, open location and hoofed it to the hermit's last known location, but the weather took a turn. And as the rain started to fall, the cyber zombies began to step out of the shadows. Players, before you, of course, a couple turrets, a security camera, and an alleyway. Above you, storm clouds are forming, rain's beginning to fall, and behind you, in the shadows, cyber zombies are starting to creep out getting braver and braver as the clouds roll in grant you had mentioned last time there were two access points nearby Mm -hmm. do i have any indication from my scanner roll what those might be connected to um or do i gotta jack in for that information let me take a quick look at the the scan ability or can you read me the scanner ability, maybe? That'd be quicker. You assume that I have that open. <laughs> Use a meat action to find out the meat space location of access points to any net architectures in an area. The higher the check, the more you spot the further away. It's up to the GM's discretion to determine how much you find. Uh, meat action. So meat space for two nearby access points. I... I don't think you can see what they're connected to okay. from this far away. Okay. So, uh, we gotta make a break for it, or? All the f- our friends are coming, so we need to do something. Yeah, let's just, I vote we just get inside a building at this point, because I don't want to deal with all that 
So Grant, on the map, is it accurate? Like the pizza place and this other place over here both have interior lights on where what we assume is the strip club does not. Is that accurate? Um, yeah, we could call it that. So do we make, I mean, either way, we'll probably be in sight of the gun. So do we make a run for the pizza place? Do we make a run for the alley? The alley, we might get hit by all three. So surely no good choice. Nope. If you go in the pizza place, what, are we just going to hang out until the rain is done? Or it's nighttime and we're fucked? So alleyway it is. Maybe we can trigger that, uh, or at least get in line of that security camera and see if Hermie has some defenses besides the giant guns. We can only hope, but we should probably get a move on it soon. Toss something first, see if the gun will waste its shot. Yeah, because Kat, you said we would not be able to get one of these cars started in the time we need. Uh, friends are coming, we need to go. Okay, cool. Let's, let, I will pull out one of my burner phones and toss it here-ish. I don't think anything happens. So you throw your um, you throw your phone, and I'm just trying to think, like, it, more advanced technology, and maybe this is something that you would already know, but the turret's not going to shoot something like that small. Any sort of, like, motion detector type stuff, it's not going to be like a, a bird camera. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to take more movement than that, probably, to trigger it. Okay. Cat's going to aim his assault rifle down the street mm-hmm. and he's going to suppressing fire while we decide what we're doing. Ah, I'll hold him off for now. You guys make up the plan. The plan's to run. Yeah, the plan is at this point <laughs> to just make a break for the alley, right? Let's go ahead and roll uh, initiative. Okay. Well, I don't want to run first. <laughs> <laughs> hold your turn. But I'm closest to the zombies. Oh good, goodness first. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wasted that roll, huh? Well, maybe you didn't waste it, Grinner. I mean, you're one of the few people that we have that can actually dodge bullets. That's true. That's, that's fair. Yeah. You and Kat. <laughs> Top two. Which, yeah, I don't know if we ever covered that on air, but turns out you can't dodge unless you got, like, what, a seven reflex? Eight. Yeah, yeah you have seven. A... Eight. 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 Oh, I have a 16. Yeah. yeah, I got a seven initiative. Is this like a, a bear situation? Like, just leave your slowest friend as long as you're not the slowest Ooh. one you're safe? All right. Uh, Grinner, the clouds start to roll. You hear a low rumble. Uh, you know that there's a storm brewing. Uh, zombies starts to get more and more brave until it's, like, not all that far away from you. Uh, we'll give it a 30 meters away. And you hear it shut up. Oh no, did you know your device is infected? Hurry, act now to clean your system. Grinner is going to, with all of his courage that he can muster, pull out his submachine gun and fire, suppressing fire down the street before he takes off running. Okay. So we'll, we'll see if this even works on them. So here's my suppressing fire check. I got a 20, and I think... They need to roll something. It's like will or something. It might be, a, I think it's a skill, but I don't will, know which one it is. Yeah, will plus concentration plus a d10. I just, I'm going to homebrew since there's not official cyber zombies. Right. I don't think that they are affected by that. Okay. Had to check. Had to try. And with that, Grinner goes, shit, 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 and runs 
down the alleyway. Well, once towards the alleyway. How far can The camera snaps to your position as soon as you um, get that close to it, and it seems to be, like, tracking on you. Well, that's, that's it for this turn. It's as far as I can go. Okay. That is going to bring us to Cyber Zombie, who inches forward. They begin walking towards you, uh, more brazen as the clouds start to set overhead. And as they uh, lumber towards you, Cat, that becomes your turn. Did I get a gauge on how fast they moved? I kind of missed it. Not super fast. They're not like full sprint. You have seen them sprinting before, but it oh, seems like they're kind of like coming in with the clouds a little bit. Uh, whatever it is with the light, it doesn't seem to be like a physical thing. Like they're, it seems like they're just getting more brazen and more brave as it gets darker and darker, but they're not full on sprinting towards you right now. Okay. Cat seeing that the auto fire did not work. <laughs> it's going to begin moving towards the camera, going to turn and he's going to pop a shot at the closest zombie. Okay. To try to give see, uh, who's Sapphire's the closest Sapphire a chance to get out of there. And he's going to fire for round. Okay. 16, and that's going to measure the distance. Yeah, that hits. Uh, and with that, this thing, d- its head pops back, sparks and blood shoot into the air, and it just crumples to the ground. Oh, that died fast. And then he's going to finish moving into the to Grinner, heading towards the, the alleyway. I forgot to put the turrets in initiative. Because I'm a dumb fuck. Oh. <laughs> I was just hoping they were just chilling. <laughs> that's what I was hoping. <laughs> yep. I was like, yeah, that's nice. Whoa! Wow! Whoa. Wow! It's a good thing they start next turn. <laughs> mm, I think at least one's going to take a shot at Grinner. That's fair. <laughs> Otherwise, all three would have taken a shot at Grinner. <laughs> well, I don't Probably think the, the other car. two have a clear line of Okay, s- not yet. I can't see. There's so many measuring sticks and mine's gray <laughs> in the rain. I'm the goddamn DM. Give me bright blue or some shit. Ooh, I don't you can know just change your own shot. color. Yeah, I think you can choose yeah. your own. <laughs> I, think it's gonna shoot its, I think it's going to shoot, it, shoot its turret, buddy. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, this one has a clear shot. Uh, Grinner, because of where he stopped. It's like the only square <laughs> yeah. you could have possibly stopped in. <laughs> To get shot. I do think that is going to be two shots on Grinner, though. And here they go. Mm, It's terrible miss. The trash pile around the turret that's a little bit more hidden just explodes, showering all sorts of, like, old plastic around you. And the one that's very close to you takes a shot, and I think that does indeed hit. Well, we're going to try and evade. Absolutely. A beat a 19 for me there. I oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Sure, wow. Sure will. Sure will. <laughs> Grinner just running. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Absolutely you have avoided. Um, okay. That's going to bring us to a zombie. Uh, starts to lumber up and shouts out, t- t- 10% off the entire store. And that's going to bring us to Sapphire. Sapphire's just going to fucking run. <laughs> yep. Just excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> She's gonna just push past Grinner and just run all the way up to the building with the lights on it. Okay. Um, yeah, trying to get to the alley, but not not quite. That's it. Okay. She's gonna book it. 
Uh, the next zombie takes a step up. What's this zombie gonna do? I bet it's gonna step up! Uh, and that brings us to CC. This, uh, little... It's not a horde, but this group of zombies stepping towards you. Again, the darkness is continuing to roll in. You hear another rumble of thunder. Cece is following Saf, following suit, <laughs> and sprinting. I can move pretty fast, so I am moving right about there. Does that get me out of range? No. I'll move here. And as soon as I get anywhere near the security cam, I am just waving frantically of Hermie, if you can see and hear us, please, we need your help. We came to find you. Uh, the camera is indeed fixated on you. It has snapped away from uh, Grinner. Uh, well, it snapped towards Sapphire when Sapphire run, ran up ahead, and then now it seems to be trained on you. She's staring dead at it, making this plea. Okay. And that's that, because I don't want to get in range of the other two ones, so I'm going to stay tucked right there. Yeah. Sissy, so, so give me a perception check as well. Perception? Okay. Yes, please. A 13. Okay. Uh, Roger, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Roger is going to jump over this hulky car, like step on it and run over it. I don't think sliding is the best option right now. I'll do athletics then. You ever do that to Rhonda, I'll shoot you. (laughs) (laughs) 15 athletics. Okay. Yeah, you're, you do an impressive kind of step up your thigh ripples with muscular energy (laughs) and you... My hair waves in the blowing wind and the rain yeah, on my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My makeup is streaking. He's so majestic. Uh, that's, yeah, I double moved. Oh, okay. Slow, motherfucker. <laughs> um. <laughs> and then... You can move, what, twice your body? So five, if I have five, I can move ten. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, maybe I can't move further than... I thought it was ten meters. It's squares. Yeah, I will move, uh, right behind CC then. Okie diddly! Uh, zombie oh, shouts out after you. Yeah, a zombie yells um, out after you. You're probably like, wait, before you go, I have a special offer. Uh, Grinner, that comes to your turn. Alright, gonna get right about there and I wanna peek around the corner. Yeah, make a perception check. Oh boy. What's down the alley? More guns? Right, that's what I'm afraid of. Explosive devices. Very angry old elf. A rocket launcher. Seventeen perception. <laughs> On the ground in front of you, uh, just barely visible from kind of like the fog of the sudden change in pressure and temperature here. You do see a, a small laser shooting across the entrance of the alleyway here, uh, and there are three cameras the length of this alleyway. So this is about a ten meter long alleyway, and there's just cameras kind of oddly placed. They look almost like stuck to the wall. And they're very, like, aesthetically unpleasing. Like, one is crooked. They're at different heights and stuff like that. And they all kind of, like, snap on you as you turn around this corner. Ugh. Oh, uh, uh, there's a laser tripwire there. Watch for that. And then I'm going to jack into this access point. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't have a, a map for this, but I have it just written out here. So do you, okay. do you can you take actions on the turn you jack in? Yeah, jack in is one of my net actions. Gotcha. So, um, what is the first level? You are in front of a DV6 password. Okay, we're gonna backdoor that password. Nice. <laughs> God, grief. Oh, uh, all the that password so stood many. no chance. 
and it's because it was password. <laughs> and then I'm sure I'm, Hermie's better than that. It, it was password Her- one exclamation mark. Hermie rules. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, the password was actually meow meow. The first meow had a three for the E. Oh, that's pretty good. That's three not bad. Meow. Alright, and then I'm going to do a Pathfinder check so I can see what the rest of the levels are. I got a 10. Okay, uh, there is a wisp on the next node, and then one final node, which is a control node. Nice. Okay, cool. I'm. That's the limit of my net actions, so I'm going to stay put. Okay. Uh, zombie, uh, as the last cloud rolls in, uh, these things start to pick up speed. And with big smiles on their face, bright little shining lights in those that have little like LED displays. One of them has a shirt that is like flashing ads and stuff, like 10% off, BOGO, things like that. Uh, This one just crouches down and then sprints towards you. Uh, And that brings us to our turrets. Um, That's going to be a shot on... Man, unfortunately, I think it's going to be two shots on Grinner because of the way the map is set up. Listeners, um, there is like a billboard that most of the party's crouching around, and then Grinner is just out here, ass cheeks to the wind, jacked in. <laughs> now he is behind some safety bars. Is that going to... <laughs> I think you have to be like behind, behind the safety bullard for it to provide cover. So I'm sorry, Mike. I'm not trying to kill you, but we'll see about that. Two shots, <laughs> a 17, which hits, but I'm I assume try and evade. Both of them will hit. I evade the first one. Okay. I don't oh. evade the second one. The second one hits you in the left shoulder, just as you kind of jack in and crack that passcode for not 18 damage. I apologize. That was the wrong click for 15 damage. Okay. Oh. Is that first blood on you? Or no, you got shot. No, I got I got shot in the precinct. And then a shot on Roger point blank. This thing turns towards you uh, right at the crotch for a 16. uh, Misses. Whizzes between your legs. Your thighs still rippling with strength. (laughs) Uh, And that's going to bring us to. That's a dead zombie. The one cat shot. Now it's cat's turn. All right. Well. So are we running down the alley or not? Uh, from what Grinner said, probably don't run through the lasers. Oh. Well, Cat's just going to train uh, around um, the zombie that just sprinted at him. Okay. And he's going to open fire again. Okay. For 17, which will hit. And you want me to roll for damage, or does it just crumple? No, yeah. I mean, that bullet blasts through this thing's chest, and it smiles at you for just another moment and then crumples before you. As much as I like killing these things, please hurry up and disable whatever you're going to disable. Uh, as you say that, at behind this zomb- group of zombies that is in front of you, your IR vision starts to just like light up. Like the gunshots as they're like ringing through the otherwise quiet alleyway here. It, it, there's stuff stirring. Like there's maybe thousands of blips for you down the street. Um, About a half mile down. Warning emojis like flashing lights, police sirens, everything is just going off across the cat's face as you can hear him. We gotta go. There are a lot of them coming. As he backs up to about the safety billboard, as he can't run all the way. 
Okay. That's going to be next zombie who is also going to uh, sprint ahead 16 meters running at you and then that becomes Sapphire's turn. Uh, Sapphire's going to take a shot at the one that just ran. Okay. Uh, 23 will definitely hit. Absolutely. And that, that zombie's head just pops and explodes. Blood spurts up into the air. Just going to yell at Gritter. Gritter, hurry up. We only got few seconds. I'm trying. Faster. Agreed. Sh- Try faster. She's going to stay exactly where she is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, zombies are beginning to run forward, uh, shouting all sorts of deals and specials and bogos and scams. Uh, okay. Cece. Are we staying here for Grinner or are we starting down the alley? Give Grinner a second. See okay. if we can do anything with those lasers. I'm going to look up again at the camera and just say, Hermie, please. We're not here to hurt you. We just need your help. We've got old tech. We need you to hack. Just let us in. And then can't see anyone from where she's at. So she will go pop in front of Cat and take a shot with her assault rifle, which is a 15, which will hit. Oh, wow. 15 hits from there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you're hitting this, um, this one, correct? This one here. Yeah. Gotcha. We're at a good DV range for the assault rifle. <laughs> Which is 23 damage. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, you completely mow this one down as it's shouting out at you. Smile on its face the whole way. Seth, Seth, I finally did it. Did you say, I, I did it. I used the gun right. I did it. <gasps> you, you used this the gun. This is not a time to celebrate. Okay. And then, remind me, can we split movement in Cyberpunk? Yeah, you can move while you can run and gun. Okay, then I'm going to hop back to where I was. Just tucked right back behind that... Um, billboard thing. Zombie continues to run towards you. Roger, it's your turn. Um, how do you see the DV again? It's not, like, automatically showing up for me. So you right-click on your character sheet, and then on the left-hand side at the bottom, it's going to say, configure DV measurement. You click on that, then you click the DV table you want, and then you measure. Okay, that's what I did, and it's not showing me. Because you have a slug. A slug always does the 3x3 three three area in front of you. Oh, I see. I see. That would explain it. <laughs> I said that with so much confidence, I don't know if that's why. <laughs> I just want to be clear that that was just Well, I mean, I think you are ass. correct that that's the way that works. Um, I have the assault rifle is in the bin. I brought a shotgun, a pistol, a stun gun, a baseball Where's gun. the cart? In the ship? Probably back on the ship, yeah. Yep. Nice. What bullshit are you going to pull to tell me you have the rocket launcher on you right now? <laughs> you want me to try? I was originally going to say I don't, but do you, I was... Do you have, do you have the Ubu gun? Uh, I, I it's in the say cart last time you said, and I'm going to be a butthole about that. Oh, yeah, I guess I... I mean, we t- discussed who was taking it last time. Oh? Hmm? Yeah. Because hmm? yeah, we Kat decided that Cat was going to be taking it because Sapphire thought the pink was ugly. Because I was I starting, we had to unload it for... To do a hand check. Mm-hmm. Cat, hands in the air, off the mouse. Don't touch anything. I'm in your character sheet. I'm going to look and see if you have it in your inventory. Do you have it in your inventory and you have it marked as carried? I will allow you to have the (laughs) scene. That's what my carry-all's for. See, kids, keep your sheet up to date and you get sniper rifles. Kids, don't touch sniper rifles. Ignore what I just said. (laughs) 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 <laughs> For legal reasons, that was a joke. 
Well, I suppose by that same logic, I guess I do have my um, assault rifle. Wait, then. wait, do you? Are do you have a shell or a slug loaded? I have shells. Okay, yeah. But the DV chart only has slugs. I noticed that. But that's because you don't need shells. Yeah, the you shell don't need has a DV chart own. for shells because they just shoot in the thing in front of you. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I guess I will spend my turn dancing. <laughs> Give him that face. Dance for the camera. Wiggle. I'm Dance going for to Hermie. move up behind Cat and Sapphire here up against this wall. I was using you for cover. Well, I need to use you for cover. <laughs> and I'll pull out my assault rifle. Okay. Let's see. So switch that from equipped to equipped. Carried. And that's an action in this because it's not like a concealable or... It's an action if it is a concealed weapon. Yeah. If oh. you have to like fully pick up a weapon or if it's concealed, then it's an action. But I think if it's carried, it's not like readily accessible. It's not. Yeah, like it's just strapped to your back. You can still shoot. Oh, sweet. Well, then I will shoot. You're double strapped. <laughs> One over each arm. <laughs> that is a hit. DV 15 on assault rifle from this range. Got an 18 on this up front zombie. That zombie takes it in the gut and looks like it's about to start walking towards you and then the top half just like falls off the Jesus. bottom half and its legs are still standing there because that yes. metal is... Holy mushrooms. Uh, Grinner, I need you to give me a perception check and roll a 1d6 and I want you to not roll a 6. Uh, uh, a perception check and a d6, is that...? Yeah, both. Okay. Perception... I did not roll a 6 okay. and a 16 perception. You see spilling out of the building two doors down from you, uh, five cyber zombies spill onto each other, like onto the street, uh, and just like they just look up, they snap at you. Um, wait, can you see that? What'd you just which aim at? Which way? Yeah, which direction? Someone just aimed right at the zombie. I was like, oh, wait, we can't. No, we can't see that. Yeah. No, I couldn't. I was just aiming it off screen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they spill out on oh the street. Oh, no. Oh, behind us. Shit. Uh, and they, they look up at you, Grinner. You've been chosen for special rewards, they all say. I in don't unison. want the special rewards. <laughs> no, you want this. Um, and then we go ahead and roll initiative for these bad boys. I had a special monster if you rolled a six. Oh, God. Sure, <laughs> I'm glad we didn't roll that six now. I am both happy we did it, but kind of sad that we did yeah, it because I, I kind of want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't, but I, I'm curious. And that's your turn, Grimmy. Okay, I am in the. I'm gonna take some net actions, of warning everyone about the zombies behind us. Um, I'm going to to move into the wisps space, so I need to make a speed versus their something or other. Uh, I got a seven. I got a sixteen. Oh! So I'm faster than the wisp, and then I'm going to try and slide past it. So it's my slide versus its perception. I think I got okay. a ten. It got an eleven. Ah, that son of a bitch! All right, so that was one action. We're gonna try and kill it with my swords, my trusty minigun, and uh, bazooka. So here's my attack with my sword. Against a six, you hit. All right, I hit. Here's the damage. It's against black ice. I got a 15. Oh, exactly. It's health. Nice. Ooh. All right. Then I will move into the control node. 
And now that I'm here, what does this control? Uh, this is a DV6 to control the security systems, the cameras and the uh, tripwire. You can uh, turn it on, you can turn it off, or you can like register yourself. Okay, okay. Uh, you can register everyone. I'd, lo- I'd allow you to do that if All you're right. able to pass we're gonna, the check. We're going to try and control it. Okay. I'm going to burn some luck. Okay. It's good luck. <laughs> that did not take my luck into account. I burnt all four of my luck, so that's a 14. Okay. Yeah, you you have it. You have the note. All right. Nice. I, would, uh, I would like to register everyone as being safe. <laughs> okay. The uh, camera, as soon as you do that, it, like, snaps back onto the zombies. And then I'm going to shout... Oh, no, this is fine. I don't have to safely jack out, and I'm not concerned about cloaking. So, uh, Grinner is going to go, Everyone down the alley! Go, 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 go! Shit, 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 shit! That was probably more than three seconds of actual talking, but you get the idea. <laughs> I think uh, we talked fast enough. And then he's going to uh, run down the alley. Okay. The turrets that are able to are opening up on the zombies that are on this side here. <clears throat> so we're going to do two shots. That's a hit, and that's a hit. And that is going to kill two of these zombies that have spilled out into the alleyway here. The uh, third turret does not currently have a target, as y'all seem safe. And that brings us to Cat. Oh boy. Well, Cat's going to make a beeline for the alley. That's four. He's going to get to that. He's going to stop holding his assault rifle, let it slide off his shoulder into the sling, and he's going to bring up his heavy pistol and fire a couple of rounds. First shot's going to be at closest zombie. Then if it hits, he's going to shoot the next one. Okay. Why did my character sheet just hit close? Thank you, game. Well, I'll just do this. Heavy pistol. 24. Bam! And then he takes aim at the second one and shoots again. 20. Heck yeah, <laughs> cat's a beast. <laughs> Pretty sure. 20 hits, right? Yeah. I would say so. Oh, would oh, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I would hit. you? Oh, yeah, that, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure. <laughs> oh, it's eight. We should leave now. <laughs> yeah, you tip. Just bang, bang. And two of them fall. The last one kind of like looks down for a moment, looks up at you with just ear to ear smile. Three for one coffin deal this week. <laughs> uh, that and brings us to Sapphire. Move one more square up. All right. Um, Sapphire is going to take a shot at the remaining zombie that just popped out of the building. Uh, 18, that will hit. Oh. I'm, I'm not sure what Grinner said because he's talking so fast it sounded like gibberish, but I'm assuming it's safe. Uh, she's gonna <laughs> run herself down the hall, the alleyway as well. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and hand wave this because I don't think they can catch you. Well, they, unless someone does something incredibly stupid, they can't. Oh, catch Roger has Roger, Roger, Roger. Wow. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't know how suicidal Cece's feeling right now. That's true. Just run into the arms of the zombies. <laughs> you didn't know how stupid I am. <laughs> Death by cyber we zombie? We left Roger and CC, and suddenly they just never came down the alley. <laughs> so you all uh, you all head into the alleyway. After a moment, the zombies reach you because they're running towards you at like full bore at this point. 
the the turrets like seem to just be taking them out one by one. They're starting to pile up at the alleyway. Eventually, one gets to the tripwire. The tripwire gets tripped, and a metal door shuts. And then all around you, you hear this like kind of like this droning noise, just like like sound dampeners are going off. And it, it seems to be like neutralizing a lot of the sounds that you make kind of as you walk, almost like a white noise generator. Down the alleyway, there is a left turn behind these like three kind of uh, just oddly placed cameras. Again, they're at varying heights. One of them is like kind of a little bit crooked. They look to be like various like models and various you know, levels of repair. Assuming you head down the alleyway to that left-hand turn, how would you want to proceed? I mean, I assume we're in the right spot. Who wants to go in first? Well done, by the way, Grinna. Grinna, do you see anything else weird? Yeah. Well, uh, I can take a look. That was implied. Uh, you want me to roll perception, Grant? Peek, peek my head around. Yeah, I, uh, how would you describe the way that you're proceeding from here? <laughs> so cautiously. Cautiously, slowly, a little stealthily, Grinner's going in first. Grinner, around the corner, there is a door, a not remarkable blue wooden door. It is shut. There are two more cameras, one directly front and center above the door. It does not seem to have, like, snapped onto you. And then there's another one that is on the left-hand side where the hinges are about halfway down, and it seems to be, like, dead and kind of flopped over. Uh, other than that, though, around the corner, there's just the door. I'd describe the scene to the, to the rest of the group. It seems safe. I don't know. Do we go up and knock? I, I mean, I would assume he already knows we're here, given the commotion. Maybe not. Yeah, it's good knock on the door. Yeah, be aware, don't trip any wires, because we don't want you to get squished. I'll go yeah, knock on the door. You can go ahead and knock. Cat says <laughs> as he's just, just gonna like, go knock on the door. Cat's gonna load a couple rounds into his mag and then do the special knock. What, what is the special knock? You know, uh... I'm not going to do that. Do it. That's a special knock. It's not that special. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that knock. Well, yeah, but that's why he'll know. It's us. Shaving a haircut is the universal constant. You notice that as Roger kind of like bangs on a, do you know what I mean? Like a, a gutter nearby. <laughs> a trash can. That the, the sound is like pretty well drowned out by the whatever white noise generators have been going on. Hmm. Well, that's kind of soothing, honestly. It's unsettling. Yeah. I'm with Seth on this one. I go knock on the door. Fair, you're all white noise to me. <laughs> wow. Kid, cat kids. You knock on the door in here. I'll come in! Gonna open the door. <laughs> uh, Sapphire, you open the door and you see an elf standing in nothing but an apron. Nothing. Absolutely nothing but an apron. He is standing over a countertop that seems to be connected into kind of a kitchen. As you open up the door, there's like a whoosh of air. Very nice temperature in here. It's very dry. The white noise in here too. It seems like it's almost completely like soundproof. And around 
this little area. There's like a little living area. And then you see the uh, kitchen counter and then the kitchen behind him. You see the elf. He's got looks older. He's got like silver hair that's tied back. Looks a lot like the dealer, honestly. And he looks up as you open the door and he's like, oh, so, it's so good to see you, hon. It's been a while. I didn't know you're coming. Uh, your friends? Yes. Oh, okay. Come, come on in. Come on in. Sapphire's just gonna like uneasily like wave everybody in the door. Yes. He called me Han. He turns around um, as people start to file in. Uh, bare butt, bare butt cheeks to you <laughs> as he bends over. Uh, seems to be fiddling with an omen of some sort. Oh, okay. oh go Napples. Um, he wow. turns back around, stands up, and goes, Oh, God! Get that out of here! Boo. And get he starts what? to like fumble around the counter. He's like, What is that? What is with the honey? I told you, no robots. I, Get it out of here! Oh no, it's it's not a robot. It's a man in a robot costume. <laughs> Surprise! Roll persuasion. Roll persuasion. <laughs> 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 put some luck in here. <laughs> oh, oh, no. With five luck, that's a seven. <laughs> Ouch! He that one takes Lord a deep breath. Listen, honey, I, you know I love you, and I'm, I'm a modern person, and I, look, I'm very accepting of all of the things you like to do, and all the people you like to get up with, but <laughs> but that's just that's just too far. And he shouts to you, Cat. He's like, ah, uh, command exit. Command, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls his eyes, and he's like, uh, comedy level zero percent. Listen, Cat's a pretty cool guy. Just leave him be. He's all right. He stands there kind of tapping his foot. I'm very comfortable with this. I liked his brother better. But come here. Come here. Come here. Give your old man a hug. Come on. He waves at you, Sapphire. Is this your father? I don't. I'm just going to play along. This guy is Sapphire's going to like, go up and give, give a hug. How thick is yeah. that apron? <laughs> not, not thick enough. He gives you a... Three uh, inches thick. A warm hug, and he rubs your back a little bit. It's so good to see you. You gotta tell me when you're popping in. I would have made more. I look. I'm sorry about your friend. I just. I mean, you know, it's. You, you know. I do. I'm actually kind of insulted. Okay. Well, like everyone I know and love was killed by a big cyber virus. So, you know, it's a little rough to see that. I feel robot. like I've told you this story before. Yeah, but I thought we've changed. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, well, everyone, uh, have a seat. Uh, go ahead and kick off your shoes. Kick off your pants if you want. Uh, I'll get some. I'll get some food cooked up. We'll we'll get we'll catch up. Okay. My, my pants are pretty wet. You got a dryer around here? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, come on back here. On. And he waves to you, Roger. Yeah, I follow him. Um, so in the room to the left of where this little living area and this kitchen is, um, there's a room that just has easily 25 larger like monitors. And you see all sorts of different parts of the street. You even see out the camera that was overlooking the alleyway where you came in. And you see the zombies are starting to kind of like wander away as that metal door has crashed down. Um, but it looks like he's got cameras all over the place here. And then... Yeah, he does. He directs you to a small little nook with a, a washer and a dryer. All right. Excellent, mate. 
I'm gonna do me laundry. Anyone else want the laundry done? No. No, no Roger. What's wrong with your friends? They're a bunch of they're a bunch of tight wads. It's okay, it's okay. Kids these days, they're always trying to be so cool and so tough, but I mean wet clothes, blood. Right, it's very uncomfortable. Alright, well you you help yourself. Uh my home is your home. Uh I anything anything for my little girl's friends, okay? How do you know my friend here? You 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 related, you say? Uh roll human perception. Can do human perception. I got a twelve. You say that, and his left eye twitches, just like very briefly, and he stops for like an uncomfortable amount of time, and you see his like leg start to like bounce a little bit. He's like, ah, don't be silly, don't be silly, and he turns around and heads back to the kitchen. All right. I'm a bit of a silly guy, though, mate. <laughs> While we're kind of gathered around, I'll just be like, so the one thing we didn't account for was the sanity level of Hermie. Who I thought we were just all under the assumption he was going to be crazy. I mean, yeah, but not not quite this level. I was expecting dealer level. You've been nice so far. This is actually a little bit better than I thought. Who wants some music? Oh, I do. I'd love to hear what you got. And he, yeah, he, he starts to play some, like, lo-fi, like, techno-type music. All right. Oh, I guess... My kind of stuff, not like your, not like my brother. Your uncle is just crazy, all that hardcore, hardcore. Right, he likes a silly goose, my man. He likes all sorts of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that he does. He likes drugs. You like drugs? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you and furrows his brow. I'm gonna take that as a no. Don't like drugs. And I don't like that my brother likes drugs. Do you like oh. drugs? Well, I mean, on, on occasion, mate, mm. got unwind, or else you end up like tight wads like these guys. Yeah. Don't worry, I don't do drugs. Well, of course you don't do drugs. I raised you better than that. Yes. <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, gather round. We're gonna have to portion a little bit, uh, just because I wasn't, I wasn't really expecting so many people. Oh, what you got? Uh, so he pulls out of the oven this beautiful, like nothing you've ever smelled before, or maybe you have. It depends on how much like fresh food you all have eaten in your lifetime. So I don't, you you have to tell me if it's a first or if it's something you've kind of snuck before. But he pulls out this like big meatloaf and a like salad with like fresh greens on it. These like juicy red tomatoes. He. You know, he's assembling all of this and putting it all together. It smells like nothing like the food paste or the food sticks or the kibble that you guys are kind of accustomed to. And he just starts to dish up some some different plates and stuff. Holy wow. shit. Uh, thank you, Mr. Uh, Hermie. Can can we call you Mr. Hermie? Hermie? Why did you hear that? Just random names we've heard around. Uh, we've met your brother at least once the uncle um honey you spend too much time around my brother i mean not too much time yeah i'd like to go back and visit soon i'd rather be near your brother right now well the name's tom call me tom tom what thank you for for having us uh yeah eat up eat up what kind of a name is tom a good name what kind of a name is tom what kind of a name is roger I could. Well, Roger's better than Tom. <laughs> what about Thompson? 
All right. What about? <laughs> just oh, well, that's going to respond to that. I don't, I'm dishing the food over here. Hey, little guy. Does your, uh, does your, does the little, uh, little guy, do you eat? Do you like food? Grinner is fixated <laughs> on the food. He's never had anything except kibble his whole life. All right, you can come get some. Come on. Uh, are, you, are you sure? You need, like, a phone book to sit on? Uh, yeah. What's a phone book? Maybe. Is it a book you can make calls with? Is this guy here just to fuck with me? What did you, who'd you bring home? I, I found him on the street. I'm sorry. He just He's just nice. over there riffing while I talk. <laughs> He'll figure it out. He's, He's also got no clothes on. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Roger is, like, naked. <laughs> yeah, Roger, did you have this stripped down all the way? You couldn't have just kept one layer on? Well, it was... It had soaked down to me underwear. I... You know... Grinner, this is the best thing you've ever tasted. It is, like, wonderfully savory. Like, there's nothing <laughs> nothing to compare it to. It's just, like, the littlest bit of sweet. It's got a little bit of cut to it. It doesn't, like melt in your mouth there's no like plastic smell or taste or anything like that no uh nothing it's just it's just the best thing you've ever tasted Hmm. you guys gotta try this this is so good take a couple bites yeah i feel like if roger's ever if he's ever had anything like this it would have been at like you know the mushroom bar like some sort of like higher quality place where i convince (laughs) someone to buy me food sure coke burger (laughs) coke burger (laughs) Yeah, it, not as good as a Coke burger, mate. It's still better than that. It's like the difference between like a really good home cooked meal and like a nice restaurant. Like it's still really good. Sure. How do you get this? Oh, that, that, that's, it's all over the place. No, it ain't. Literally is though. <laughs> Got the whole place to myself since everyone moved out. Cece tries to subtly like spit the meatloaf into her napkin. Oh, right. Are we eating people? <clears throat> no. What the? What? What is going on with you? I don't there know are. what's going on. I, I think he just meant that it's just, just left over. Yeah, you guys got freezers full. It's you gotta try quite, this. It's so it's good. Quite good. It reminds me of childhood, oddly enough. There's a restaurant on every corner. You just go in, you get what you need. <laughs> I've got a garden on the roof for the greens. Don't ask me where I got the seeds, though. That's a secret. <laughs> You've set yourself up really well here, Tom. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Alright, tell me everything. How's life? Disastrous. Oh, oh yeah. no. It's going great, mate. Just hit rank five with me band. <laughs> oh. That's impressive. Sing me a song later, huh? I'm not quite as hardcore as your brother, but, you know, a little bit more hardcore than what he just played for me. Alright, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll like it. All right, after dinner then. You you wouldn't have any uh, you know uh, any money I could have. Roger. I got all sorts of money. <laughs> well, I mean, he said he's got the whole place to himself. You don't just ask people for money, though. I don't see any problem with it. Uh, what does he need it for? I don't know. You don't just ask him for his money. Well, we can do something for it then. <laughs> I'm used to working on playing a song or later. That's a job for me. You can give me a history check, Roger. Mmm. History. He's got money, but it ain't nano. (laughs) Oh my god. They stopped accepting that currency so people would stop trying to go into the zone and steal it. Where is history? Education? Usually in the past. (laughs) 
Wow. There isn't a history. Yeah. What? Give me education, you dumb fuck. I dare you. Oh, I got a floor. <laughs> 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 Yo, where's <me> money? <laughs> Everyone except Roger knows that Nano became currency during the Big Net crash, I believe, is how I wrote the history. Let me double check that. I like how I second guessed myself the second I said it. Gonna reload my assault rifle real quick. Jesus. At the dinner table? <laughs> you just ask for money and then you start switching clips? <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> no house man is cool. While naked. All of this <laughs> while naked. <laughs> yeah, he's naked except for the gap. Let's be clear about that. Um, okay, so yeah, the big net crash and the nanites dying is when around when nano became being used as currency. The currency is the dead nanites from the nanite swarm that built New City. So the money that he would have would likely be in the form of credits, physical credits, which would not do you any good. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that, though. And he starts to scoop up just piles. Like, he opens up a drawer and he's like, oh, good, let's see what it got here. And he just gives you a handful of, like, credit chips. What the hell are these? Eurobox! I'm joking. There's no Euro here. <laughs> the credits! You said you wanted money, huh? Uh, yeah. This isn't what we use, though. Okay. Uh, Mr. Tom, how long have you lived here? Do you, do you get out much? Oh, that's a good question. Well, no, I mean, the streets are infested with zombies. You don't know that? How'd you oh, get here? Yeah, yeah, that we, we uh, ran into several... We're just wondering how long you've you've been here. Okay, well, I definitely since... don't go out much due, yeah. due to the zombies. I mean, yeah. I've been here, I've been here for a long time. You don't talk about me to your friends, hon? Uh, I try. They don't really listen. That tracks. You're gonna uh, have to repeat a lot of things. Yeah. So I have been here in this apartment for, gosh, probably at least 450 years. It's a long time. But I mean, I'm not from here. Oh, okay. Where, where are you from? Mm, the big purple thing in the sky. Assuming that's Ansara. Yep. Came here on a uh, rocket ship when I was just a little, little guy. Wow, and, and you never wanted to move out? I know your your brothers are out, or brother, at least the one we've met, is outside of the walls. You never wanted to move out to join him? Uh, you know, it's a little, little hard with people uh, at times. Yeah, I get that. You know, your your mom really liked this place, uh, and it just would be pretty hard to leave it behind, I guess. Lots of memories. Yeah, and I've never done too great with with people, and Can I, try I fixed and get up a cat read? though. What? Yeah. Yeah. And he goes. I am appalled. Hey. <laughs> I will not come over there. <laughs> From the other room, you hear meow. And a, a cat, it's just like an orange tabby cat, walks around the corner, completely jacked out with cyberware. It's got like cyber eye on the right, like half of its side seems to have like cyberware. Its left paw is like completely metallic. It's like clicking as it walks. And you spot, uh, you spot like a neural interface on this creature. Oh, wow. Yeah, you, you fixed it. 
fixed him right up. He does all of the jacking in for me because I just don't care for that kind of stuff, you know? The cat, the cat does it. Yeah, I got a little Netrunner cat. That's amazing. Wow. I know. I'm pretty good with the code. I wish I could do it myself, but I just can't. I, 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 bleh, you know? Yeah. Bleh. Bleh. No offense to your friend there. Which one? The little one or the robot? Well, I love the little guy. Okay. The, the robot guy. I don't blame you for the death of my family. I just wanted you to know that. I did not kill them, so that is good. Exactly. See, I told you I could grow up a little bit. Very mature of you. Thank you. Can I get a read on him as he, like, is talking about the mother and his wife? Like, is this someone who just deeply believes his own delusions, or is he putting on a face? Uh, yeah, give me her human... Herman. Give me a... Herman perception. <laughs> Herman. Herman perception. perception. Herman. Give me a hermit perception. Give me a human perception. I put a little bit of luck into this, just... I knew putting all my points into Hermes' perception was a good idea. <laughs> I knew this would come up eventually. I didn't eventually. understand it, but now I get it. <laughs> that is a 20. Ooh. You, so it's kind of a loaded question that I don't know if you could get from watching somebody, but yeah. you get no deception from him. You get no ill will from him. If anything, no matter how annoying and naked he is, it's kind of hard not to like like him a little bit too. Like, seems like a pretty genuine old elf who's just doing his best out here. Um, and yeah, has some memory problems or some psychological uh, denial going on or something to that effect. But you just kind of, you know what I mean? You've been talking to him for a half hour. Yeah, yeah. He looks at you and he's like, I... I do you not? Do you not like the loaf? I just, you know, I've, I've got a, a sensitive stomach, uh, so some things disagree with me. You, you know, CC, if you're not going to eat your your share, I'll, I'll I'll take it. Have at it. Pass it over to Grinner. I like this guy. At least have some salad. Oh, okay. I'll start picking at the salad. Um, Tom, that's not do how you, know- you eat salad. Uh, <laughs> no. You're just chewing on a leaf. Put it down. Here you go. Here's this is called a fork. You use one of these. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, thank you, sir. Um, you know your hun here hasn't told us much about her younger years. She's very, you know, closed off about it. Maybe you could tell us about her growing up and like moving on, doing all that, all the all the insider stories. I got stories for days. How long you got? Well, I mean, kind of stuck here at the moment. Yeah, at least until the rain stops. He would embellish you with stories, basically until you stop him, CC. Um, <laughs> if you've ever, you know what I mean, taught, had a parent talk about their kids, yep. like he very lovingly would tell you about just story after story about the first, you know, first computer, about when they got cat, about... Uh, you know, walks about the instrument the kid played would just go on and on. I don't know how long you're wanting him to talk, but like he loved this kid. Eventually I would steer it to the like end portion of like why she left and you know she's she's always kept her past a little bit of a secret being mysterious. What did she where did she go? What did you know? Oh, I mean every kid strikes out on their own eventually it's it's hard as a parent. You gotta, you gotta let them go. You trust to come to see you. Thanks for coming, by the way, Han. It's been, it's been a little bit. Um, Good. Um, 
I mean, no one wants to live at home their whole life, right? Yeah, yeah. And and you mentioned. Have you called your parents recently? <laughs> uh, my parents. <laughs> just hey, nice. look. <laughs> we we talk plenty for my tastes. He squints a little bit. Listen, can I give you just a little bit of unsolicited advice? Sure. There are things that can seem very, very, very big and insurmountable. And they might be very big, but on the grand scheme of all of the years that you'll have, all of the time that you have, you never know how you're going to feel about something a hundred years later. But you won't always have the chance to talk to people again. And I just think you should call your mom. Mm. Well, unfortunately for me, not not everyone had as good of a parent as you seem to be. So, I was but thank a garbage you. parent. I worked too much. I was too harsh. I was unavailable emotionally. Um, <laughs> I wasn't great. You've oh. grown, though. Thank you. So have you. I love your fur. Grinner oh, slinks I- away <laughs> from the table and goes and plays with cat. The cat, <laughs> not cat. <laughs> An important distinction. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it acts like a cat. It's just like slower than you would imagine a cat would be. And it emotes in a very like mechanical way. So after you start playing with it for, for a little while, it starts saying like, purr, purr, <laughs> purr. And then it like walks up to you and then like turns around and then like very mechanically rubs its butt on your leg a little bit. Oh, we're petting it. <laughs> this is what Grinner's doing now. He's a cat person. <laughs> Purr. Um, so, Dad, listen, we came here for a reason, obviously. It was partially to visit you, um, but we've got a few I things. Know. Yeah, I, I know. know. It can never just be a visit, can it? Yeah. Yeah. It's time. I get it. Uh, yeah. No, I understand you were very clear that uh, that it was going to be time when you when you got back and... Uh, Time thought for, about it a lot. Time for and what? Wait, hold on. I don't remember this conversation. It's been a while. Well, you told me that you were going to go, you know, find a way out. Right. And then you're going to come get me. And it was going to be time to go. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I know I was very difficult about that. Uh, but I've thought about it a lot. And, and I understand. I understand why I have to go. So I'm ready. It, it, well, already all packed up and everything. And he he motions towards the door, uh, Andy, and mm-hmm. you see that there's a bag there, um, but it looks like like there's stuff on top of it. It's dusty, like it looks like it's been by the door for a while. Oh, that's so sad. I mean, I'd like to put on pants. Uh, obviously, we would like you to put on pants too. Um, but I I know I I'm sure. I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sure you had some things you wanted to say. I know I was a little adamant last time. Uh, I shouldn't have cut you off, but I, I understand I'm ready to go. Um, so, yeah. Are there any family pictures? Are there any pictures in general as I, like, scan the room? Um, not really. No, there's not any, like, family pictures around. Everything seems to be... There's some books, some cups. There's like a nice little chair. It's got a TV in here. Um, screens everywhere. But there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of like personal effects. No old family footage on playing on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
It's a daughter running after a soccer yeah, ball, you know? Small right. <laughs> child, family videos. Do you hear that, Cece? He's ready to come with us. Yeah. If you come um, with us, can you cook for us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've like, a lot of time to learn how to cook and then just get access to everything. And this, uh, this mushroom stuff it never molds. You know what I mean? You go into a fridge, 100 years old, just as good as the day you found it. Yeah, I mean, we, we probably want to kind of wait out the rain, so we've got some time. Do you have any access? Like, can you see the outside? Oh, yeah. Pointedly look over at the screens. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see all sorts of places. And he uh, toddles in there and just kind of points around. Got, uh, basically, as far out as I go, I, I try to set up a camera and Cat links it up for me. That way I can keep an eye. I'm not real good about keeping an eye, but try to keep an eye. Maybe we leave tomorrow? Yeah, rain's no good. Yeah, that gives us more time to catch up. Um, and we actually, we're, we're kind of here on sort of a, a special mission, if you want to call it that, from uh, another uncle. Uncle Archie. Yeah, we're on a, a scavenger hunt to collect his old keys. He sits back in the little chair he was sitting at in front of the screen, and then he twirls the chair towards you. Archie's keys. Wow. Yeah. That's a blast from the past. Yeah, <laughs> been a while. Wow. Okay. Uh, man. <laughs> what What are they? Uncle Archie just, you, you know how he is. He just sent us. Yeah, he's being real cryptic about it, not really explaining what they yeah. are. Yeah. Well, so, this is going to sound so silly. <laughs> uh, Probably. You ever have, like, memories unlock randomly? Like, I haven't thought about this in, wow. Uh, yeah. And you're, you're human, right? So you can't even yep. fathom how far back I'm trying to remember right now. No, that's that's wild to me. I mean, 450 years in an apartment, that's crazy. Yeah, so, like, tell me about your childhood toy bear. Um, so, oh, when I was very little, um, my brothers and I, this is not a normal story, mind you, we were able to get on the same shuttle to come to New City, and there was a strange man on the shuttle who was very interested in the fact that we were brothers. Um, something about uh, some sort of religious nut, some sort of prophecy or something like that. Uh, very interested that we were brothers. And as far as I know, not a whole lot of people stayed together very very odd for people to come off of the shuttles and be able to stay in contact with much of their families. We're very lucky in that regard. And I'm trying to remember what he said. He said, uh, he said something about when the world ends, this is the lifeboat, which didn't make much sense at the time because it's on we we're on a lifeboat, something like that. But uh, he gave us these, do you know what a hard drive is? All you kids yeah. and your nanotechnology yeah, it, no, and all of your... Hmm. We're, we're aware we don't use them all that often, but we know what they are. Sure. Uh, so he gave us these, and he said, uh, yeah, when the world ends again, bring them all <laughs> together. And, you know, it, it, it didn't seem that important as a child. It just seemed like some, uh, what do you call mumbo? Mumbo jumbo. Mumbo jumbo. But at the same time, we didn't have anything else. Everything else was just here already. I mean, you come out of this ship, and there's just whole buildings. There's cars. 
with keys in the cars, and the cars are running like someone parked them there, but no one's ever been here before. It's unsettling. And it was really the only thing I think we had. So it became kind of like a little bit of a keepsake. Not a long time ago, though. Do you do you have to remember where you put yours? Oh, you know, honestly, I think it's in the hole. The, oh, in great. the hole? Yeah, the hole. The oh, giant you... hole in the sidewalk? In the in the street? Uh, yeah. Yeah, how do you remember the hole? Mm. The yeah. one with thousands and thousands of zombies down there? Oh, they come, they go, they roam, they look, they hunt. I mean, I'm sure there's oh. lots of zombies. I should not I should not discourage. There's probably thousands of zombies there, yes. Just oh, out wow. of curiosity, how did it end up in the hole? Why, I took why it down it in there? the hole. You took it down in the hole? Well, it didn't sprout legs and walk. I, sorry, cat, I no mean, offense. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking to me or the cat? He looks at you a little confused, Sapphire. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's where my shop is, where everything is, down where down where I can use like the magic and everything. The what? The what? You know that. Uh, right, the magic in the hole. You never told us about magic here. It's, it's something we don't like to talk about. Oh, well, maybe, Tom, could you explain? I'm not sure what I mean aside or what you mean outside of, like, storybooks. What, what do you mean magic? Well, where I come from, uh, sometimes people are born with innate abilities to do things that other people can't do. And they call it magic. That word has some baggage with it, of course, right? Magic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I can absolutely cast magic. What kind of magic? Well, my magic in particular, I like to call it technomancy. Uh, so I'm very good with devices and things and, uh, you know, technology. I wouldn't call it much of an ancient art. It's kind of new. And then Sarah, uh, I was very, very, very good at it from a very, very young age. I was very, good, very, very good. But when we got here, nothing, nothing. Mm. So I dug the hole. And you found magic in the hole? What kind of question is that? Yeah, right. I just... Cece, come on. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> trying to learn. I, I I come from outside the wall, so I haven't heard any of this. It's all new to me. I just went down in the hole, and I disabled one of the pillars. And then in the area around the pillar, I can use my magic. Who made the pillars? I mean, who made the city? Fair point. Did you discover why the pillars disabled magic? He... Shrugs. I just, above my pay grade, I think it's how they say that. I, I don't know. Well, I think Archie is, is uh, your uncle Archie is sending us on quite the scavenger hunt here. Learning so much. He wants you to uh, learn about the keys. I mean, I think it's just a tale. It's just a story. I mean, he's just asking us to bring them all together. Maybe he thinks the end of the world is coming or something like that. He missed it by a few hundred years, if you know what I mean. Well, if he missed it and it's still here, maybe he didn't miss it. The, the weirdest thing was, this guy told us that one of us was going to kill another one of us, which is crazy. I would never hurt Archie. I would never hurt... Is he still called the dealer? Is it still He's, that stupid yep, name? Yep. Dale. I would Dale. never hurt the dealer. <laughs> they would never hurt me. I know we don't stay in touch like we should, but family... Yeah, he's become obsessed with that uh, religion you're talking about. Sounds like you're referring to what he called the mother and the story behind that. 
Ah. He's always been a little susceptible to those things. Yeah, he's completely obsessed with it now. I mean, we all know the fucking moon's haunted. We don't need to make a whole religion about it. The moon's haunted? What? Moon's haunted. Oh. I was unaware of this. Yeah. Why is the moon haunted? He just shakes his head, looks at you like you're asking why the sky is blue. (laughs) Like, I, I mean, I don't... How do you answer that? What makes you say it's haunted? He kind of looks at each of you and he's like, squints a little bit. He's like, um, well, look at this. Okay, come here. And he pulls. He, okay, so he's in the security room. He goes back into his kind of area, uh, living area, and he pulls this big dusty book off of a shelf, sets it down, and he like looks at it. I have not mended this in quite a while. I hope it doesn't break. I hate to lug it all the way down to the hole. And he opens it um, and flips around. And he points to a picture you've never seen before. It is a planet. Blues and greens and, like, white clouds in the sky. It's written in Elvish. Uh, You can't quite read the words. But he points at it and he says, well, that's that's Ansara, right? Okay. It's right. beautiful. Okay, so what happened to Ansara? Boom. It, yeah. How, how did the boom happen, kids? Do any of us know how the boom happened? Uh, give me either a history or is there like a religious? There's education. I don't education. think there's a religion or anything. Give me uh, an education check, then, each of you. Local expert. Could put some more luck on this. That is Local a 15 for CC. That's a cream 24 Ooh. for Sapphire. Wow. Let's go, Sapphire. I Saf. paid attention in school. Yeah, Roger got a 12. So, Jack got a 16. Sapphire, you would know this story, and I'm going to share this story for our listeners, just to catch them up on the lore a little bit. So... The planet of Ansara came into uh, contact with sentient life through a proxy and was given instructions to build like a magical technological device that allowed them to communicate with this other sentient life. The contacting aliens find a ton of technology and just these like vast metallurgic resources that are buried deep within the planet. So there's ancient tech buried under this planet. And they plan to invade, to take that, those resources. A third neutral spacefaring alien entity that tracks the activity of the invader aliens found out, came, assessed the situation, and decided that they were just going to blow Ansara up. So they gave, uh, Ansara went to war with these quote-unquote defender aliens. They lost terribly. And they gave warning that they were going to destroy the planet within a couple months. With only a few months to escape, the entire, all of the mortals of Ansara, basically, other than like a few bad actors, but for the most part, we're talking about like a true united planet came together with help from like an ancient uh, god that they woke up, like deep underneath uh, Ansara's like technological core. They launched billions and billions of nanites. The plan for this incredibly low-cost construction polymer, which is like that god's last gift, this rapidly growing mycelium that's pretty self-sustaining and can 
easily synthesized just a ton of different chemicals. They procedurally generated the super massive city of salvation on Ansara's, one of Ansara's moon. And they made it habitable in just weeks. And there was a massive exodus to get as many people into what they called salvation, now called New City, as many people onto that as they possibly could. And then the defending aliens, according to the stories you've heard, Sapphire, crash three of the moons into the planet and destroy it and contain it within this force field. So kind of like, rewind back to it. And he's like, so you know how the planet got destroyed, right? Yeah. And Sapphire will play into like, oh yeah, dad told me this story all the time. And like, can't tell everybody the gist of that. And he flips the page and he points at the page and he's like, okay, which one of these is salvation, huh? And you see the moon on the little picture here. And he's like, okay, now count the rest of the moons. And there's three other moons that Ansara is supposed to have. Essentially mm-hmm. meaning this other moon doesn't exist. At least didn't. So there's According a to new, this book. A new moon that wasn't here before the destruction of Ansara? That's what you want to call it. I mean, when did this new moon show up? Uh, I mean, after my homeland was destroyed... I was relocated to a new city. I don't know. A few years later, there's a moon. Not my moon. Spooky moon. Yeah. That's the reason you think it's haunted? Just because it showed up out of nowhere? Well, what do you think it is? I mean, I don't know. This whole city showed up out of nowhere, I feel like. So, are we haunted? Okay. Haunted has a lot of connotations to the, like, magic, (laughs) right? I don't think it's haunted, but it's, it's haunted, right? Like, it's not... It's not. Best case, someone's keeping an eye on us. Mm. Worst case, that thing's just going to crash into us. Great. Do an Ansara part two is potential. Okay. Well, why would you put another moon in the orbit of a planet that you destroyed? That's just my opinion. Yeah. Why would anyone care about us? He he shrugs. That I can't answer because I know that there was some crazy shit apparently at the core of Ansara. That's all been destroyed, though. So, I mean, this is just a a rock with a bunch of mushrooms. Who gives a fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. I shouldn't talk like that. Wow. I'm sorry. That's very insensitive. This is my home. He looks at you for a a while and then takes a deep breath. Yep, this is your home. (laughs) Well, it sounds like we're going to have to go down in the hole. Yep. I mean, if you want the key. Is it that big of a deal, though? I mean... Yeah, I made a bet with Uncle. I gotta win. We could just stay here and eat food and pet the cat. I like do this that one. Too. I did promise you that I would go, though, so I understand. What happened to your wife, if you don't mind me asking? He takes a deep breath. All right, to it, huh? I'm, I'm a curious person. I'm sorry. I, if, I, if I've crossed the boundary, please tell me. I, I, I can take a step back. No, uh, I know. And he looks at you, Sapphire, and it sounds like he's almost reciting something. Hmm. I know it's good to talk about hard things, because <laughs> if you keep everything bottled up inside, it's not good for your mental health. And men of my age need to pay attention to their mental health. And he winks at you, Sapphire. It's very true. Cece, you should listen to that advice. 
not now, Sephora. <laughs> so, you're familiar with like a jacking in? He does air quotations. Mm-hmm. Well, as things went the way that they went on New City, uh, people started what they do. And he kind of gestures towards you, Sapphire, and um, towards you. Cece, do you have any visible cybernetics? One of her eyes is a little bit... She does have an internal agent, but it's pretty subtle. One of her eyes okay. is slightly more electronic looking than the other. Um, he would, yeah, he would kind of like motion towards you. Just like, I'm, you know, these devices, they have a lot of convenience attached to them. And I get it, sort of. Um, not a fan, but... He looks at you again, Sapphire. I understand. I have to accept that other people make their own choices. <laughs> um, but I mean, when the when the the, the neo luddites took out the big net and the virus and everything got crazy. Um, well, if you don't have cybernetics uh, and the cyber zombies catch you, it's not pretty. And he trying to be very stoic. You see his eyes start to well up a little bit, and he says, we did good for a while. Uh, stayed on the move. Um, we didn't think we'd be able to uh, make it to the wall. They aren't exactly letting people out by choice. Uh, and she, she said she wanted to go home. So we tried to go home, and we were very close. We almost made it home. And he nods his head. We almost made it. I'm so sorry. That's that's horrific. It was hard times. If I didn't have my little girl, I don't know. <sighs> Just look very pointedly at Sapphire of like, what do we do? <laughs> Lay long. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. I know I know that isn't easy talking about stuff like that. He nods. Well, happier things. Has anyone here had pie? Not in a long time. I would like <laughs> yeah. to try pie. I like this little guy. And he stands up. And as he walks away, you see he kind of like lets it, the tears go a little bit, thinking you can't like see his face anymore. Wipes them away. And then he gets to work in the kitchen. Hey, so guys, what does Kellen get out of all this? Supposedly a penthouse apartment. Yeah, supposedly. The whole deal with the archivist is that we bring all the keys in, he gives up everything. Which, if it's actually the end of the world, maybe that's the whole thing, is he's not going to need it because it's all going to be gone, so he just wants the keys? I don't know. But yeah, Kellen wants the penthouse. Everything else she was going to split for us. That was the deal. Maybe not your deal. No, that, no, that was not my deal. I mean, maybe... Deals can be renegotiated. You've saved our ass more than once now, so if you're looking for a crew, we can talk about it. Yeah, that'd, that'd be nice. Yeah. So we're definitely taking the old man with us, right? Well, yeah, he's kicking cook. Can't, you can't leave him. We, I know. I feel like he'll... I, I don't want to know what he'll do if we do leave him. And No offense to the not-our-cat-cat, cat, but I don't know that these years alone have been good to him. Meow. <laughs> so what, we just drop him off at his brother's? I mean, do you have a better idea? Oh, I guess he could come live with us. But he has to pay half the rent. 
Do you really want to babysit a senile old man? Maybe we can set him up at Hawk's Landing and he could be a chef there. Then we already got a robot chef. Hey, we can work together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he doesn't like robots. He's growing. He's There's been point. growth. I believe in him. Do, do, we mean, have any, do we have any idea who his actual daughter is? Yeah. No. The dealer didn't mention anything about a wife or a daughter. Just that Hermie, who apparently goes by Tom, is here. Are we sure this is the right person? Yeah. Oh, who else could it be? I don't know. He just I mean, goes by Tom and not Hermie. He looks Maybe. just like the dealer. He knew Maybe. about the dealer. How many ancient elves are there? I don't know. Three. I think there's, there's three. three. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought that this was only the only moon of Ansera, and apparently there's another creepy moon, and there were three others. So I'm I'm learning a lot today. And there's magic. And, and there's, magic. there's magic. Yeah. Well, we... we'll see. It says the crazy old man. Do you think if we go down into the hole, we'll have magic? Because I really want to cast fire. Maybe. This is the other talked about. I wonder if we bring him back, if he'll think Kellen is his old wife. Oh no, that would not end well. I can't see that going well at all. What if we explain the situation to her? I don't know, she might like him. Uh, I mean, I I feel like that's a a problem for another day. We still have to survive the hole filled with, as Kat put it, thousands and thousands of zombies. Well, he said they're not always in there. I mean, it's gotta lighten up during the day, right? Well, theoretically, if we're going to go the day is probably when they're going to be in the hole because it's dark i have an idea yeah What's your idea well at nighttime we should try to gather up as many of them that are around the hole and slowly pull them away from there as the sun comes out that way maybe there's not as many in the hole uh, then they'll be stuck in the shadows around the building and not at the hole that's a great idea thank you i'm always having good plans was the hole big enough to take the Heracles down into? God. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> if, I'm, God. if I'm remembering correctly, you saw the hole and the piles, but I don't know if you like looked down into the bottom of it. That was where you first said I looked down and saw just thousands of lights, like infrared signatures down in this hole. Not in the hole, like just on the streets and around. Oh, okay. oh I thought you said in the just, okay. It, okay. It, it would stand, I guess, I, it, watching the, the slope of everything, you'd guess the Heracles could not go down in there. Okay. We could hover and you guys could repel. I would have to stay in the Heracles, though. Well, the Heracles has that big spotlight, right? So you can, can you like hover above the hole and shine the spotlight into the hole? Yeah. Does the Heracles have autopilot? Could we just kind of pocket in hover mode? We just park it on top of the hole. Like, Dude, cyberpunk. AVs. I like cyberpunk. I'm going to say no unless I can like see that there is. Due to the fact that there is a vehicle that specifically mentions it has autopilot, hmm. I'm going to say that this one does not because there is a vehicle called the Swan that is an AV that has autopilot. Oh, mm-hmm. that makes sense. I mean, maybe Tom knows a way down. I mean, he said his workshop's down there, so maybe he knows a way in besides just going down the normal way. The smells in this little apartment right now, to at least Grinner, are (laughs) indescribable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you smell smell that? What is that? It's pie. Yeah, it's... You okay, Grinner? You never had pie before. 
No. No, I've never had anything like this before. I've only ever had kibble. Really? Hmm. Yeah. And then out comes a... uh, He's now wearing an apron and two full hand uh, oven mitts. (laughs) Um, A, yeah, like an apple pie. It's just just from a box. Not homemade, but it's still delicious. You smell that? Everyone smell that? Everyone take a sniff. Smells delightful. Yeah, help yourself. Everyone have some pie. Thank you, Tom. All right. Well, so... When it's done raining, we're gonna gonna head out. Uh, what's the what's the word on the key? We're just gonna leave that, right? We have to get it. I kind of need. Do you happen to know of a way? You said your workshop's down in the hole, right? Do you know of a way down besides just going through the horde? Well, you just go during the day when it's not raining. Okay. Okay. So you can stop by tomorrow. There might be a couple down there, but uh, you know, as long as you don't get overwhelmed, it's usually okay. Right, don't get overwhelmed. We've got some flashlights with us. We can we could probably handle it, right? Right. This pie is amazing. <laughs> Isn't it? I love this little guy. He uh he kind of like gets a little closer to you, Sapphire. He's like, So uh you think he's the one? Maybe. You know, I've been <laughs> considering it. I really like him. Do, really. I, I will say, I've got this piece of tech that he can't hack, so I don't know if he can just live up to your standards. That is a little disappointing. Yeah. I told you, find someone who can hack. Yeah, oh, he's, he's close. Speaking <laughs> of that, though, I do need you to hack this thing, because he, he just can't. Okay. All right. Can you do that here, or do we have to go down to the workshop? Oh, let me take a look. <laughs> She's just going to pull out the cyber deck. I got a... Biometrics, huh? Yeah, real complicated. You know I do. I never got any of that stuff. Oh, don't be down on yourself. You were great. Uh, yeah, I'll take a look. Uh, and he he seems to be like quite enamored with the thing, and takes it back to his little desk area where there are a bunch of um screens and everything like that. And he sits down and he looks it over, and pulls out this like helmet type thing like this strap for his head that has all these like different magnifying glasses that he like pulls down and like a little shining light <laughs> uh he like you know what i mean stretches his arms out like cracks his fingers and then pulls out like these little tweezers and stuff and starts plugging all these uh different things into each other starts to mess around it's like oh this is uh this is some good encryption yeah it found it no idea was on it oh, really good Although I think the trick here isn't so much to hack the deck, but to hack the biometrics. Mm. And he starts to, like, fiddle around some more. Sapphire's just going to, like, elbow Grinner and point. Man, want to watch this. Mouthful of pie. Like, just... <laughs> yeah. And, like, less than, like, a minute later, he's like, I'm sorry it's taking me so long. It's... I know. This is it's unusual for you. And then about five minute later, minutes later, he goes, Okay, I got it. Did you hear that, Grinner? You got it. Oh, no shit. Yeah, there we go. And he puts his um, thumb down on like this little tiny like micro biometric thing, and it pops up a little like scanner, and then all of this information pops up on the screens around him, and he starts to like drag different windows up to different screens and stuff. Uh, he says, "Okay, uh, looks like what we've got here is a end of the episode." <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, thank you everyone so much for listening to the homebrew. We're glad to have you here. Uh, players, thank you so much for playing. Hope everyone had a good time. Uh, everyone, if you're listening, if you could, do me a favor and go to actualplaypods.com because there are two very important links at actualplaypods.com. One is to Patreon, where you can support the show. For as little as $2, you can enable us to publish all of this awesome weekly content and get all sorts of cool stuff for yourself. There's modules, there's PDFs, there's freaking wallpapers, there's Liam's Tiny Chat, which is a show about the show. It's a lot of fun. At the $10 level, you can get stickers. At the $25 level and up, you get the quarterly merch drops. Um, we even have homebrew dice, which are really nice from fanroll.com. Thanks for sponsoring the show, fanroll. The other link is the Discord, and I would highly, highly recommend you jump in the Discord because it's the best Discord of all the Discords, best place on earth, very supportive and active community. So I would invite you again to check all that out at actionplaypods.com. And I will see everyone next week for episode 17 of The Homebrew. Special thanks to Maiko for the intro track titled New City. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors. Starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock column formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot. Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. Might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means.
Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, Forever Trapped in a Frying Pan. Hopefully not Grundle's Frying Pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the Governor of Flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising, an improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists. When they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M. The Ace of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Welcome aboard Stand, a sentient celestial music stand who fell through a planar rift and appeared in the Hawk's cargo bay one day. Maybe I should multiclass into Bard. Can't forget about the Defiant. Join the crew. Just a game with Grundle. Yeah, and he's really good, too. A little too good, if you ask me. Welcome, Sarmoth. The dream-weaving shadow of exile. Embrace the shadows. Unleash the dream. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.